What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Monkey Mind Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andy Perez, along with Anthony Florentino. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Daily Dose CBD, Inc. Whether you're someone who can't seem to turn the brain off or you live an active lifestyle and consistently find yourself waking up sore from the previous day's activities, Daily Dose is exactly what you need. I take the tinctures every day, twice a day, and I've noticed a huge improvement in being able to simmer down the racing thoughts in my head. I also just got back from a nine-day ski trip where the bomb became my best friend, so it's safe to say that Daily Dose has products for everyone. If you want to pick some up for yourself or someone you know who may need it, head over to their website at dailydosecbdinc.com and use promo code MONKEYMIND15 for 15% off your order at checkout. That's promo code MONKEYMIND15 for 15% off your order at checkout. This is episode 44 featuring Will Kelleher. Will is a hockey player from Natick, Mass, playing for the Boston Advantage 18U AAA team in the USPHL. Let's get into the episode. Thanks for um, taking the time to come on and talk to us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I'm honored to be here, man. You got a great platform. I love it. Oh, yeah, we, we appreciate that. And um, for everyone listening, tell them who you are and support you play. Yeah, so uh, my name is Will Callagher. I am an ice hockey player. Uh, I actually play lacrosse, too, for fun, uh, more just like in high school. But um, I play for Boston Advantage U18. Um I'm a forward. Uh, I like to score goals, so it's uh, that's the fun part. So. Oh yeah, I don't. I never really frequented that too much, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish it happened more, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I saw your Instagram post talking about kind of some of the stuff you went through and, and suffered with, and uh, obviously being that there's a platform for athletes' mental health kind of just tell us your story and you know your journey and with some of the stuff that you've struggled with yeah so I've uh it's it's honestly been something that I've more recently like within the past year maybe a little longer than that um kind of come to grips with myself and realized I was struggling with my mental health and for how long I was struggling with mental health. Like I was kind of one of those kids who didn't want to say anything, didn't want to speak up. Like I thought people would think I was weak or like, um, like making excuses and like stuff like that. Um, and you know, I, um, what really, what really brought me to kind of admitting, uh, where I was struggling was, um, uh, so, my cousin, uh, his name's PJ Ferrier. He's a football player from, uh, from Ashland. He actually, uh, he, he ended up getting sick and passing, passing away, uh, at just 22 years old. Um, so at the time I was, I was 16 or 15. Um, and we were super close and, um, the way like he, so he actually had cancer. So it was obviously a really rough time for him and, um, his family and, and my family and, um, and the way he just took that and ran with it, like he made the best out of the situation. Like he realized how much everything is mental and, 
how much your mind uh, really impacts your entire life. And, um, you know, without him there, it was, it was a really deep loss for me. And, um, and that, that kind of sent me down a pretty dark path of um, just feeling alone and, you know, unmotivated at times. Sometimes I couldn't even get out of bed and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I just, um, I would always just think about the things that he told me and stuff like that. And, uh, one of his, one of his quotes that he, he liked a lot was row the boat. Uh, so you might've seen that on my Instagram and stuff like that. Um, but it was, it was from, who was it? Some NFL player. I can't remember who it was, tweeted it out. And that's when he first saw it. Um, but he, he was always just trying to better himself, better, better work on his character and stuff. And I just took that, uh, to heart for sure. And eventually asked my parents for help and my grandmother for help. And, um, you know, I've been working on my mental health and myself ever since then, you know? Yeah. What are some of the things that you've been doing. Um, well, first of all, sorry, you know, hear about that. That's never easy. It's always a tough situation, but, um, you know, going towards the mental health side of things, what are some of the things you're doing now that you found to be helpful for you, for you and, you know, you're benefiting from, maybe it's like a daily routine that you have or, you know, something that, that you're doing to help you out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when things were really bad, um, I tend to notice that I was sleeping a lot. Um, Like, especially like when, like I was really in a dark place and thinking about taking my own life and stuff like that. Uh, I, uh, I would, I just noticed that like, I wouldn't get out of bed in the morning and take a shower. Like I wouldn't make, I wouldn't like get up and start my day. Like, and once I realized that I wasn't just starting my day, like, how could I expect it to like get any better? So one thing um, I've really focused on, I, I would say definitely um, having some sort of psychiatrist or therapist or something has helped me a lot, helped me just like discuss things and think about things. And um, and that's what kind of put me on that path of starting like a morning routine. Like I always try to get up every morning and shower right away, just feel like awake and stuff. And um and from there, I usually like to meditate in the morning. Um, or if I if I don't have too much time, I usually just do like a quick yoga, or like stretching or something, just to like feel good throughout the day. Um, and then I try to focus on my diet. Um, that's one I'm really really still working on, to be honest. Uh, but that making sure I'm getting an adequate amount of exercise, um, you know, drinking enough water, just a lot of, a lot of it I really found is a a lot of little things that really just go a long way. Um, getting enough sleep, but also not sleeping too much, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just prioritizing, um, making, you know, I, I think life's a lot of it's about sacrifices and, um, you're kind of a product of your choices and your sacrifices. So it's, it's just picking those spots and um, 
you know, growing from it, you know? Yeah, I just want to point something out. Your uh, 03 birth year? Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> first off, I want to kind of mention that because you're the youngest guy we've had on here. So, um, you know, I commend you for coming on here because when I was your age, there was no chance I was going to talk about that or anything that was going on in my life. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've lost somebody that, you know, was a best friend to me. So, you know, I, I get where you're coming from with that too. Um, but I was going to interrupt Danny before he asked you the question about the things you're doing, but, um, you know, I just think it's great that you're um, recognizing it, talking about it, and so open about it, especially at your age, because, um, I mean, for Danny and I, it took us way longer. So kudos to you on that. And, I mean, when it comes to uh, what you said about the little things, um, I think that goes a long way because people think that it's, you know, they have to make this big lifestyle change, but – it really is the little things because, I mean. Yeah, that's one thing, um, too, was that, uh, yeah, it really is all about the little things. Um, and um, my aunt, a little bit after, like, I had gotten help and stuff, um, had, like, I was just, like, it was actually, I had, like, a really long day, like, and like was like just not really in a good mood and she just texted me this video i'd actually seen the video before um but it was this military general um it's a pretty popular video but he's talking about how like in the military they have to make their bed every day and um it's a, it, and he's he talks about how it's just how even if every day you're starting the day with completing a task and getting something done. So you feel productive. And then even if you have a long day and it, it, the day doesn't go the way you please or in the direction you want, you know, you, um, you have, you have a nice space to go back to. That's like your own. It's something that you've almost like kind of worked for in a way. And it kind of just brings you this whole new perspective. So that's just a, like an example of how like the little really, go along and like like it's like in life like you, you know like you can walk past someone and just smile at them and that can make someone happy so it just shows like the little things really do go a lot farther than, than people even think um yeah 100 percent. yeah i totally agree go ahead flo no i was just gonna say i've seen the same video my brother's a veteran um shout out to him for that but uh he showed me the same video and basically he said, you know, at the end of the day, let's say you have, you know, a terrible day, just nothing went right. You know, you get home and you see a, your bed's made, like you did at least one thing, like beneficial to you. And, you know, everyone loves getting into a nice made bed. So, um, yeah, the video is huge, but I couldn't agree more about, you know, doing the little things and. Uh, building off those because you know you, you get 10 little things done um it's way better than just one you know minor thing like not huge thing but bigger than all those 10 yeah things. exactly but, something that's going to be like carried out in like 
Oh, that's that's the other thing I found is the more I focus on big things, like the more the more anxious I kind of get, you know, like because it's those things like, yeah, it's good to have like big long term goals and stuff. Um, and like you should always be striving to push yourself and get better and stuff. But if you if you think too much about those big goals, a lot of the time those things are out of your control and you just have to focus on the little things that you can control that ultimately bring those big things that you want to have in your life, you know, like it's, it's really just a process and it's knowing yourself and like, you know, just like I said, being, being your best self every day, you know, you have to kind of commit to it. You have to choose to be your best self every day. I I totally agree, man. I think um, you have to do what's best for you. Um, I think going into, you know, correlating it all together, um, I, I'm, we're all guilty of it and I'll admit I'm definitely guilty of it of comparing myself. And I think that, Oh, if this guy can get away with not studying or, you know, so can I, and I'll end up failing the test and he'll do great. Or, you know, if other people's rooms are mess and, and this is just like small examples, but like pretty much don't compare yourself. Like don't do what other people do. Even if they, if they can get by doing it, that's fine, but it may not work for you. You know, exactly. I know for me, organization's huge. And right now I'm looking at my room, it's a mess. But one of the things I was going on about that is clutter exterior is clutter interior. When the space that you live in, the space that you're constantly around is a complete mess, you're going to have a mess inside. Um, And I think that what works for you is the most important thing and don't compare yourself. And making your bed is a small task and just doing those little things add up, you know, putting your clothes back instead of just throwing them on that chair. I do this. I have a chair that I throw all my clothes on instead of just, you know, taking your clothes off and putting it right in the chair and then hoping for that motivation to clean your room one day. And then, you know, the cycle continues, start developing small habits. Like, Hey, just putting it right in the hanger when you're done or throwing it right in the hamper when you're done for dirty clothes, you know, little behaviors like that, they add up. And it's in this book, I'm reading atomic habits. And I think, you know, people with anxiety, people with depression, I think we rely heavy on routine and we rely heavy on our habits because they're our structure and they're what keep a, keep a, they're what keeps us grounded and i think we have to just keep an eye on that more so than the average person and it's just being able to recognize that and finding what works for you i think is the biggest thing but like you said those little things you know the big things that happen you know the guys who are super successful the girls who are super successful whatever they do it's a buildup of a lot of really small things that got into where they're at yeah exactly and and i i totally agree and I think the, the other thing is, um, is like the commitment to it, you know, it's like, it, especially in today's world, like, like you said, with like comparing yourself, um, like there's so much of that nowadays. And I'm definitely guilty of comparing myself to other people. And like, like sometimes like I'll see other people's success and like, and like, I'll be jealous of it, even though like, I, I'm like happy for them, but I'll be like, why can't I have that? Or like, well, like, even, like, looking at, like, pro players, I'm like, wow, like, they're really just a person, too. But, like, what they've done to get to that point, it's a product of a million little things. But it's also the million little things and staying committed to it, you know, and um, and doing them every single day. Because sometimes there's days where, like, I find myself, like, laying in bed a little extra longer. And I'm like, and then I'm like, all right, so I can choose to either go back to my old ways or I could, just, or I can get up and, you know, make my bed and just start with that. 
just start with getting up, making my bed, and then taking a shower. It's a, it, it, it all just is a commitment thing. And things take time. And those, like, like I was talking about with those long-term goals, it's, you just, it's a commitment to the things that you know yourself, that work for yourself. And then from there, they kind of blossom into, into the blessings that come into your life, you know? Definitely. Do you, how do you feel that playing hockey um, impacts your mental health? Do you feel that, you know, you're, you're at a vulnerable age too, as far as like, you know, where to go, what to do, what route to take, you know, yeah. you want to get yeah. ready up for schools and that whole thing. So, you know, talk about that sort of process and, you know, do you find that playing hockey can impact your mental health negatively or positively? I'm sure. I mean, for me, it was a little bit of both. I, it was my outlet, but at the same time, I worried a lot about it. So, you know, it, what's that yeah. been like for you? How, you know, how's being a hockey player impact you and your mental health? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's kind of, like you said, it's both, it's both things. Um, it's, it's kind of a, a balance of like, um, sometimes I'm really like, um, really, in, really like, loving it and sometimes like sometimes days are hard practice is harder and you sometimes you go into the rink knowing that practice is going to be a little harder today after a tough weekend or something like that and um and it's and it's tough to stay motivated on those days for sure especially having um especially when those days combine with days that I'm just generally not motivated from my depression or anxiety or whatever um it can be a lot a lot of a lot of what I've found though is, you know, it is just as much my escape as sometimes it, it does bring me anxiety and stuff like that too. Um, or, um, but like when I'm out there and like with the guys and stuff and, you know, it's totally an escape. And I found that it feels more like an escape when I focus on those little things, just like I focus on the little things in my life every day, you know, um, kind of just staying focused on um staying focused on just like communication like talking to like my line mates or um talking to like to my coach um or you know stretching a little extra before just to you know get my head more into it and stuff like that um and just really just staying in the moment especially because hockey is one of those things that everyone's kind of got a goal and everyone's trying to get to where they want to go and it's 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 a show-off sport like you want to you want to be the guy who, who makes that dangle or makes that hit or scores that goal like and you want to stand out but at the same time you're not going to have you're not going to be able to stand out every single time every single shift um, you just have to do your best and just focus a, a lot. Everything's really about the little things. Like it's, it really is just like, I can't even stress that enough. It's just a million little things every day. Um, and habits, habits are a big part of it. in in every aspect of success I've found. Yeah. One thing I could, you know, a little more advice seeing that I'm older and whatnot. 
um, I've been in your shoes and, you know, I had the, I had the same mentality, uh, that you do and, you know, it's completely normal and everything that comes with hockey and nobody likes getting bagged, especially on Monday after getting swept, you know, yeah. it, like any hockey player will say that it's the worst practice at all, but, you know, you being a younger guy, I can tell you that being 26 now and, you know, the pro level, you know, those are some of the things I miss. And I wish somebody told me when I was your age that, you know, appreciate the, you know, getting bagged because you're doing it together. You're doing yeah, it exactly. with, you're doing it with, you know, your, your best buddies, your brothers and, you know, it, I'll tell you right now, getting bagged when you're, you know, younger compared to now is completely different because, you know, now it's, you know, you're getting paid to play. It's, it's your job and, you know, you don't get to, you know, look over your left or right and you know, smirk at the guy and be like, oh, shit, that, that one sucked. Like, all I can say is, like, even if you are having a tough time going to the rink, knowing it, having a smile or, you know, being that guy that can kind of keep it loose and all those things, even if you're not actually in that mood, you doing that and leading the other guy to do it will eventually come back to you to the point where you will look past it. And I can tell you right now, I, I think back to, you know, bag skates I had in high school. I still remember those ones. Couldn't tell you one yeah. that I've had in pro that I remember, but the ones in high school and college, you know, they were way worse than anything I've ever had. But, you know, they're memorable because I was doing it with somebody and yeah. I wasn't alone, which ties back into mental health because, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah you're not yeah. alone that's just how it goes yeah definitely um and i i found too um one thing that's actually one thing that my my coach tim level um has really stressed to me like he's like i know it's a process and it's a long road and days sometimes days are hard sometimes um sometimes it's it's a grind sometimes you're hurt and banged up a little bit but like think of it this way like uh so tim actually played pro um pro hockey he played in the ahl for a while uh he played over in europe for a while um but he uh so he's been been on through the road the road that you guys are on the road that we're all on as athletes and um and he's he said someday someone's gonna look at you and tell you we don't need you and um, you know, you're always going to be able to play, but you're not always going to be able to play at a high and competitive level. You're not always going to be in the locker room with your team every day. And um, you're not always going to be able to have that opportunity to just be with the boys and work together as a team and stuff like that. So you got, you kind of have to look at it with gratitude and that's and uh, really stressed too. Well, he, well, he was sick and, uh, even even honestly before he was sick he was always one of those people who was very very focused on the little things and um I would always reach out and stuff and I 
and very grateful for everything that he had. But as he got, when he got sick, he really saw how important it is to be just grateful for the little things um, in your life, like your family and the people around you and, you know, the food, the shelter that you have, like um, just everything, every single one of those little details, like, like you, that you take for granted every day just showing a little bit more appreciation for them goes a long way for sure. And one quote he really liked uh, was life's not about waiting for, uh, waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Um, so kind of finding, kind of finding a positive attitude in those negative situations, showing, showing gratitude for those negative situations and what they ultimately build you to be in more positive ones and throughout your life, you know? Yeah, no, totally, man. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, that's a really good quote. We talked about, you know, whether in the storm and just like riding the wave of the emotions and just not fighting it and just being able to, being able to learn how to ride those, ride those waves of the emotions and, you know, knowing that they're going to pass the storm always passes. And even though it's hard yeah. to see the light at the end of the tunnel, the storm always does pass. Um, but, you know, Going back to, um, you know, what you were saying before. So you said you have seen a therapist or you do currently work with a therapist? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've been seeing a therapist for probably about a year and a half right now. So, um, you know, I I dealt with depression kind of in and out. Um, depression, anxiety kind of in and out throughout middle school and stuff. Um, my, so my parents got divorced when I was young, um, kind of a really long divorce process, um, and dragged out with, um, just a whole bunch of stuff going on and a lot of drama within my friends and my town and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of those like formative years in middle school. So that, so that obviously, uh, kind of like attributed to things and I didn't really, like, it wasn't so drastic it was it obviously affected my life but it wasn't so drastic that I was I was so up and down and um it was honestly something I kind of just like suppressed and ignored and you know just pushed through it and um and then um once once I had really gotten close with my cousin when he was sick um was when I was kind of starting to wake up to what was going on within myself and um then how I was feeling and I talked to he was actually one of the first people I'd talked to like like I, I I at this point like I would I didn't even like like I didn't really even know I was like hey man like I think I think I could be dealing with like depression or anxiety and, and stuff like that and his his younger sister uh Kayla who I'm also really close with still um it has been there for me a lot too so just reaching out to family around me I found to be really helpful but um you know as as he uh after he passed and stuff um things were really tough for me and, and not having that support that I that I had in my life before and um not having those just little like like those little things um those little memories with him not being able to go see him obviously I still have memories but not being able to make more you know um 
that that weighed heavily on me and just like a lot, a lot of, really a lot of thoughts. Um, so about after about a year, uh, right around, maybe it was right before the one year anniversary of his death. Um, I was really, I gotten hurt this year. So I was out with a knee injury for about um, two months and I, I was just really down bad. Um, and I had, I had a girlfriend at the time who I was, um, really close with and, uh, she kind of helped me, um, help push me towards asking for help. And I ended up reaching out to my grandmother first and then to my parents. Um, and, you know, from there, I've, they've, they've, been extremely supportive and um you know sometimes sometimes it can be frustrating dealing with them too sometimes they have questions that I don't have answers for or sometimes they have questions that I don't I can't give them the answer to um because simply I don't want to and that that's something that that told that's happens for a lot of people too I think the parents is kind of a, another part of the whole mental health process um but and, you know, trying, like people, people think that there's some sort of, um, it's, it's, it's why I made the post. People think there's some sort of stigma around like suffering from mental health when really it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people go through. Most people go through at least at some point in their life, um, something that pushes them down a tough path mentally. So, yeah. So since, since I asked for help at that point, um, asked my parents because I felt, I felt I needed it. Um, I've, I, I tried medication. I, 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 did, I felt that medication wasn't really f for me. Um, I've tried, I've tried a couple of different things. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I think it's, it's just like, just like you said with the habits earlier, it's, it's, it, it depends on the person, um, and how you treat yourself and your health is kind of your responsibility. So, it it's how it's how you take care of yourself you just have to know yourself and i i've found that yeah having a a psychiatrist uh someone i meet with just i mean i meet with my therapist once a week um i found that to be really helpful yeah i think uh what you just said is important your health is your responsibility um such a key thing to say and it's the truth i mean Life's hard for everybody, you know? I mean, you got to look out for yourself. You got to look out for yourself. A lot of people have a lot of stuff going on. And, um, you know, if you're not looking out for you, no one cares about you more than yourself. And that you should be your number one priority. And I think it's important that we start really prioritizing our own personal health. I was having a couple of conversations with some buddies today and they were just, you know, they're in different stages of their life. They're working jobs now. And they're just like, they feel like they're stuck in their, in their little routine of, you know, they have their job and they can't take time for themselves to, you know, do what they need to do to make sure that they're okay. Cause they feel like they have to, you know, stick to the routine with their job. And I'm just like, listen, you need to break away for a second. You know, if that's taking a sick day or just taking a weekend to yourself, you need to do it. Prioritize that over your job, over work. It just has to be done. And same goes for athletes. If you're someone who, you know, is going through a rough time and you have to say something, you have to make the initiative 
and do the steps that you need to take to get that help or to, you know, figure out what's going on, you know, take a step back, you know, isolate yourself the right way. You know, I don't mean by Mm -hmm. isolating yourself, you know, isolate yourself the right way. I'm talking about put the phone down, you know, Mm -hmm. do something by yourself, go out for a walk, you know, grab some dinner by yourself, you know, get some perspective. And again, like I, I'm going to preach this again, put your phone away because it's a crutch and everyone looks at it to distract themselves really get to know yourself man, and know what you want and, and, and figure out what's going on with yourself and then take the initiative to get help. Cause I've been guilty of it where I'll isolate myself and um, in ways it's like a cry for help. And yeah. that's not I, fair. I, I, I'm, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm sure we're all guilty of it, you know? And, yeah. And it's not fair to other people because it worries other people. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what's going on. A lot of people don't know what to do. Yeah. And I think it's important that we start to say, Hey, like I'm just flat out, not in a good spot. Let me take care of this. You know, that, yeah. that sort of thing. It was a bit of a rant there, but just trying to collect my thoughts and organize it the right way. But um, I just think that's such an important thing that you said that. Yeah, for sure. And that's another thing too. Um, like, like I've mentioned, like this whole time, it's all about your commitment to the things that make you happy every day. And, um, and if your routine's not making you happy and you're able to recognize that, like that's the first step, the first, the first step to solving any problem is recognizing that there is one. And like, like for me, like, it, like I still, like my mental health, is something, something I still struggle with. And especially now with the pandemic, like things are really tough and like, just just a couple of weeks ago i i was like just super like like annoyed and frustrated and like not really honestly not in the great spot like 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 better spot than i have been but you know not in the best spot i've I've been and um my dad's friend actually reached out to him and was just like hey like he's been living he's been living in fort lauderdale um so um i was actually fortunate enough to he was so I was like yeah dude like I would want to like go to Florida and my dad was like well you want to come I was like yeah so I I was able to find the time to I I I had to miss a a practice or two but um you know just but just having a little bit of time away like in the sun and um being with my dad and stuff and making memories and just getting away from things and yeah putting the phone down um and just you know thinking to myself thinking thinking what works for me and really reflecting because like you said like I'm kind of at being 18 I'm at this like crossroads um and everything like going to college and um hockey's obviously a journey especially especially when you get into those junior ages and stuff and um it's it's just knowing yourself and just yeah the biggest thing is being you you got to be able to step up and and recognize when you're not okay and then reach out to the people who make you feel who who are there to support you and make you feel feel better when when you are feeling down bad in those situations because they they do happen um and even even if you feel great today like who knows what's going on. like 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 anything 
life's about changes and um and and the little things so it's just sticking to those little things and making sure those little things are still working as the changes happen oh definitely man um you seem to have a good perspective on this i know it's a journey i know it's a process you know that but um you're saying a lot of the, the right things and I can tell you have a good head on your shoulders and you're figuring it out and you're, you know, going along with the process and that's important and, you know, keep taking care of yourself and keep seeing a therapist and, and work the, that stuff out. And um, we just really appreciate you coming on and, you know, like Flo said, you're the youngest one we've had. So um, really cool that you're being an open book here and telling your story. So um, we really do appreciate it. And, and we don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't know if Flo's or anything else, but, um, just uh, greatly appreciate it for you coming on here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. And like you, like you said, it you, you repeated the word process a couple of times there, and I so did I. And it really is a process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And it, it that's what life is. So um, it's just recognizing that you know, even though this scene in the movie might not be going your whole way, there's still a whole production going on. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of responsible for that, um, how that movie plays out. So like it can that. go, it can go, it can go, it can go anywhere. Life, life can go in any direction. Um, just don't have, just have, have expectations. Obviously, don't have too high expectations. Don't have too low expectations. Just, just go with, go with the present. Yeah. And that's a, che- a che- it's a cheesy one, but uh, oh, true, though. that's why they it's, call it they they call it the presence. It's a gift. Oh, there you uh, go, man. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, like talk about processes, uh, you got to embrace it. Um, you know, I've heard the saying multiple times: embrace the process. But I mean, as a kid your age, you should you know be proud of yourself for you know talking about it, recognizing it. Um, it's not easy for anyone. Uh, especially at that age but uh appreciate you coming on uh you know being vulnerable to talk about it and you know i wish you nothing but the best yeah i appreciate that guys we'll have to definitely have to stay in touch too and and this uh the process of this this company and so in this podcast and this movement is going to be something that's definitely spectacular to watch too so yeah we'll, we'll definitely be in touch man 100 percent, and um we appreciate you just you know, being a listener and, you know, following along and now telling your story. So thanks again. And um, if you want to just drop your social media, tell everybody where they can follow you on Instagram or Twitter, whatever you got going on. And then also, you know, tell us what's going on with you and your future plans with hockey and school and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is W uh, Kelleher 15 and my Twitter is uh, at Will Kelleher three. Um, and so as far as hockey goes and school goes, you know, I'm still, I'm still kind of an open book in this process too. And um, right now I'm playing for Boston Advantage. Uh, like I said, um, Boston Advantage U18. And um, I could be playing juniors next year. Um, I could be back again with Boston. I've also applied to colleges this year, so um, I could end up just going to college and playing club hockey. Most likely going to stick with juniors because, you know, I love the game and love playing. Um, and 
it's a total journey and a total ride uh, that that I love. So um, it'll be something, a process that I'm looking forward to seeing unfold too. Everything's a process. It's life, man. Oh yeah. Now enjoy it though, man. And best of luck. I know um, it's crazy times right now and you're at a tough age, but um, just enjoy every second, get to play on the ice and be with your buddies and yeah, it's exciting stuff. So um, yeah, for sure. Keep it going. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks for reaching out, buddy. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. Man, I thought I had everything. I was lonely. Now you're my everything. I was lonely.